Trent, mm-hmm. who do you find more attractive? Android 18. Android 18. Final answer. Give me my money. Fine. I, okay. That, I guess. That's <laughs> Were you going to say Bulma? I was going to say like Rihanna or something. <laughs> oh, a real person. Fuck. <laughs> Yo, you heard it here first. Trent loves robots. You can, um, you can actually marry like a virtual waifu. Like you can get like a legit marriage. Um, There's an actual ordained in, minister that can marry me too. This is in Japan, by the All way. Right. But you can actually um, like marry your internet virtual waifu. I said it once. I'll say it again. Japan is ahead of the curve. Wow, that's so woke of you. <laughs> <laughs> they know what's up. They know the the technological the technological um, revolution that's about to happen. Oh. Absolutely. They're just getting Get on, on it early. Get on the computer good side f- now. Start marrying Get on the computer now. good good now. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> New Music Monday podcast, bitch. Bringing news. Hey, she's a, he's a, whoa, yo, I'm a, he's a, whoa, what? yeah, yeah. it's a trend, it's a death, hey, yeah, we we're a city boys, BCB, yeah, yeah, you know we do it, slime and ball shit. L gang, slaughterhouse gang, tie your mama up, <laughs> shoot her in the face. Yeah, that's mama's day. Yeah, I love my mom. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> turn, turn this fucking music off. Yeah, that's mama's What's day. going on, everybody? Good morning, hip hop. Good morning, Bridge City. We are the Bridge City Boys. This is the Bridge City Boys presents the New Music Monday podcast live from my house in Portland, Oregon. Welcome. We're here. Welcome. Turn my young nudie back on. That was just like a hella nudie inspired freestyle I went on there, yeah, obviously. Um, well, 21 in there, too. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, guys, we talk new music, old music, good music, and unfortunately, we have to talk bad music sometimes. And a lot of times that's a bummer, but sometimes, like today, it's kind of a treat, isn't it? We need to. It's, it has it, to it, be or, done. Or what did you say? It's necessary Mm. sometimes it's necessary to tell people about themselves and uh, that's what we aim to do today some in in some ways we will do it in a very nice and um applauding way but diplomats over here but some people um have really grinded our gears this week that's when we become savages slime ball 4l gang shit my name is bcb dev and my co-host here bcb pax hello um is just a good really, day. really good guy. I'm all right. We're the New Music Monday podcast, so we're here to talk some new music. So why don't you do me a favor? Why don't you tell me what albums came out today, what albums are, are worth mentioning on this podcast? We will not get to all of them, unfortunately, but there were some Boo-hoo. pretty marquee... Re- mm. There were some pretty <laughs> marquee releases that came out. Some good stuff. We had an Ari Lennox of Dreamville album. She dropped Shea Butter Baby. Logic dropped Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Mm. We'll get to those. We'll get to those albums in depth. Um, Young Nudie and Pierre Bourne. We got a little taste of that at the beginning of the show. Uh, they dropped Slime Air, the collaborative effort. Currency, Jay Worthy of London Drugs dropped Umbrella Symphony, a little EP for us. Mac DeMarco dropped his sort of long-awaited album uh here comes the cowboy mm-hmm. sierra had uh beauty marks an album that featured macklemore on the first song so i didn't listen to it <laughs> jamila woods dropped legacy legacy 
And Levin Cowley, who's kind of blown up pretty recently, dropped a self-titled project. You know, really quickly, what did you think about the Mac DeMarco album? Because we will not get to talk to Oh, yeah, it. my quick thoughts. That was, it's a great album. I actually really, really enjoyed it. And last week we had a Vampire Weekend album. Um, and in that kind of alternative atmosphere, uh, I was not impressed by the Vampire Weekend, but I was very refreshed to get this Mac DeMarco project. Good, good, good. Made me happy. I, um, I've been looking forward to another Mac DeMarco record as well. I really liked this old dog yeah. and uh, was, was ready for a, a follow-up to that. So I, I have kind of an inclusive, inconclusive rating to that Mac album. I, oh, yeah. I haven't really fully soaked it in because I've been really paying attention to the Give it to Ari me. Lennox album. Um, but really quickly, Currency, Jay Worthy, what do you think? Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome. project. I really, thought it was pretty good. Yeah, really simple, but yeah. um, I was very Pretty simple, straightforward. I don't know that I will um, be talking about it all year long, but I mean, I like to make sure I'm, I'm laying some praise for any currency. A couple release of that currency mixtapes never hurt, you know? Yeah. I'm ready to talk about this Ari Lennox album because, Trent, this is. This is a great album. I don't know if you feel like it's a great album, but I feel like it's a great album. It all depends on how you sell it to me, I think. Oh, I'm going to form your opinion? Yeah. It's make or break here? Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, let me get in my fucking bag then. <laughs> all right. Turn this down a little bit. Let's start here. Trent, I do, after much deliberation and two podcasts <laughs> saying the same thing, Right. Um, I think Ari Lennox dropped a really, really really great project here i think ari lennox dropped sort of the post malibu post ctrl scissor timepiece r&b record of the year so far for me um i mostly say that due to the fact that i was just surprised at how incredibly consistent mm-hmm. how incredibly consistently palatable and just like tasteful a lot of the instrumentals and the songwriting and the singing is like across the board i really don't have anything to complain about the album i don't think it's so like profound that uh like there are just mind-blowing elements of the album that i've yet to like hear in other r&b records right like you know now or from any time in the past nothing like that so I don't want to sell this album too crazy like it's something so innovative. But I really am genuinely um, pretty surprised at how little I have to criticize about the album. As you know, I appreciate a good R&B record, especially in a time right now where, I mean, they're sparse, they're few and far yeah, between. Like really the really are. good ones are. And like I said, you know, I wish I had a longer list than Malibu, Control, you know, you mentioned in the last podcast that we had to throw in the trash can isolation by Kali Uchis. Yeah. That's probably one of my um, favorites. That's a, that's another really, really strong album. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's, it's feast or famine in this genre. So I think when something like this comes along and it is really well-made and it is consistent and like all the tracks bump and, you know, I've been really enjoying this album, listening to it song one to song 11 mm-hmm. or however many tracks are on it and then putting it on shuffle i get a pretty equally enjoyable experience which tells me that a lot of um what i'm listening to is it sounds cut from the same cloth it sounds in the same headspace um it there there's definitely 
different tracks. They have different qualities right. to them. But for the most part, where one song starts and another song ends doesn't, um, you know, it, it, it stays in its own pocket. I think mm-hmm. this album has a lot of strengths in knowing its strengths and sticking to its strengths and sort of making that work for the album. This album with Ari Lennox on it does remind me of some of my favorite singers ever. Um, and so I kind of want to compare her to someone like an Erica Badu that I think she takes a, a pretty strong influence from uh, both in her singing, like her s- technique right. um, and the way that she actually sounds on the finished product. I do notice um, some of that like really high pitched um, like vocal performance that uh, I, that reminds me a lot of Erica Badu. Um, also the way that she can just kind of ride a good breakbeat, a good boom bap, like kind of hip hop infrastructure uh, on an R&B song, you know, that that's obviously right out of the Erica Badu book. Um, so I think like speak to me, new apartment, um, Chicago boy also, yeah, yeah. yeah, reminds me a lot of Erica Badu. Let's talk new apartment for a moment here and say that, um, I think like the lyrics of a song like that kind of compare nicely to erica who yeah. we know was, was was very just like very like free and liberating free liberated yeah, yeah. live life like and ari's sense of self and her outlook on life and her sense of humor i think like pervades the sound of the album the content of the lyrics um pretty much all the way through and i find that kind of rare actually in um in rap records and r&b records right now um, like people literally just sort of talking about very simple things going on in their lives, um, very relatable things that are going on in their lives in such a way that, um, you know, bringing, like I said, that sense of humor into it, either in the lyrics or in some of the skits that she's doing, right. I think is, is really nice. Um, and that ability to appear vividly uh, personality wise on a song reminds me a lot of Amy Winehouse. And even some of, uh, you know, some of her vocal moments on certain songs remind me of Amy Winehouse as well. That's one of my favorite song- singers ever. Right. So immediately those two things really endeared me to the sound and the approach to this album. I think like it has a very just like professional cut to it. So in short, I think R&B is hurting right now. I think it's no small feat to come with a project like this that's really, really consistent. And I think Ari Lennox is in a fantastic position moving forward, being a part of the Dreamville recordings, you know, umbrella mm-hmm. and working closely with people like J. Cole, like J.I.D., who both were on these uh, or were the two features on this album. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, what kind of stuff she has with Earth Gang. I'm looking forward to hearing the kinds of things she was doing in those Re- Revenge of the Dreamers sessions right. that we saw earlier in the year that had all these crazy names on it. Um, that was tons of crossover as well. So this is where I ask you, Trent. Um, did you have any standout songs, favorite songs from that album? I was a big fan of the JID feature. I thought that was great. I thought that that was really tasteful. It wasn't like JID coming out and like, like lyrically annihilating like he normally does. It was really like scaled back JID that I think really fit the tone of the song. I feel like he took a similar approach to this song as he would with the songs that he's been working on with Mareba. Yeah, yeah. I think like, you know, he, he has a good sense of like dialing in an R&B mood. Right. 
and and not having he's not necessarily having to like too. yeah he does and Very he can kind of lighten it yeah he's not necessarily trying to bar your head off like exactly you like know he can but i mean that's not like he has a good sense of awareness when it comes to like what kind of track you're going for a testament to his versatility like his legitimate yeah. versatility and, and you should shout out j cole because j cole is probably what instilled that in him because he j cole as well has that same ability to really match the mood of a of what this the song is going is for. calling for asking yeah, yeah. for within let's it. talk about an album i really liked you did i was a big fan of this week what album was that trent because i don't believe you it's an album i don't i don't, I don't it's th- a little ditty i like to call confessions of a dangerous mind wow by logic wow and if you probably can't sense the wow the tone of sarcasm in my voice right now I hated this album. Okay, so album of the year so far? Or album no? of the year in like Nego. Ne- what's the f- anti fairy place in Fairy Appearance? Nego Fairy World. <laughs> what did know. you call me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I got to get into this album really quick. Um, and it's weird because when I first listened to it, you did you listen to this album all the way through? Um no I did not. That's fair. You're I listened lucky. to You're one of the lucky ones. I listened to six <laughs> songs, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I was pretty disgusted after that, so I I quit. Right, I listened to it twice because I wanted to get a good read on how I was going to approach this. And uh, the first song, "Confessions of a Dangerous Mind," which I believe was a single as well, or at least it has a video on YouTube. Um, I listened to it and I was like, oh, hold on, maybe I won't hate this album because it was really introspective. It's a kind of logic that I can respect. Mm. I don't necessarily like it. It mm-hmm. doesn't sound that good, but I, I can respect it. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then the rest of the album happened, and I was wrong. <laughs> the rest of the album... So you was, got baited. Yeah. You got baited by the first song. I, it was clickbait. I got catfished. Oh, there's a song called clickbait there on the album, too. I yeah. like how you did that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I, I, I got to say, I, go I thought that first song was... was yeah, I was kind of interested, too. It was too. a solid beat. Um, he's kind of whining a lot, which I don't re- like that this, much. This, but oh, he's really whining. He's, he's really, really getting whiny, some shit off baby. his chest. Yeah. But this happens with every Logic album. There's like a song or two where I'm like, you know, I don't really get why people hate him so much. Like, right. I don't really get... And then, you know, it's like two songs later. <laughs> clickbait. And then he's like dissing Charlemagne the God for no right. reason. I'm like, all right. Go so on. let's go into this a little bit. Um I I want to start, I mean, I guess I already started, but I want to preface my attack on this album by saying I know that Logic is lyrically, technically skilled. He's a good rapper. He like can he, rap. He can rap fast, and that's all good and fun. But when it comes down to it, I don't think that in the modern age of mainstream rap, um, with your big-ass names that he's always compared to, that's like not interesting enough to make a really great rap album. And I don't know that's necessarily what he was going for with this. Um, I don't think he wanted it. Like, I don't know if he necessarily was in the mind frame of like, let's make an awesome rap album. I think he was more just what like... What do you think he... I mean, what do you think he was trying to accomplish with this album? I think he was literally just like... I think he's... I because think, I'm confused. Well, by, like like you mentioned to me, when we were talking about this on our trash podcast that we had to throw away. The one that we literally had to throw into the trash. Yeah. You... Oh, yes, I remember. You said something about... You think he's kind of like spiraling. Like... Maybe I, d- f- I do think he's yeah, like the fame or going through go, go ahead. it. Tell me what, tell me your theory. Like, why is he spiraling? Uh, I just think he is. Um, I just think he probably has like, you know, some like mental health 
like, yeah. build up that and he, he's he not being able it. to really address because, you know, you're mega famous and mega busy. And obviously there's like... Everyone's always talking shit. Like, I, I think, I genuinely think Logic is living in a mind space and a place in the world that is just so unrelatable right. to, to us. I have no idea what the dude's going through. Like, I can't, I can't even begin to think about, like, the amount of people that hate on him on a daily basis and, like... And the amount of people that love him. Like, it's kind of crazy. The amount of people that rely on his music, like, to get through their day. Like, I've seen people that, like, really love him. Yeah. Oh, I said this last time. I said it last time that he sort of has the Eminem syndrome where, like, you know, especially with Eminem specifically, like, he he, he received so much criticism. And he's had a really tough time in the limelight, you know, when you look at the grand scope of things. So I think he's a little scorned by fame i don't think he necessarily all you know wanted what he ended up getting in that that's respectable but then so then fast forward later on you know he stops caring so much about what people are saying about the music that he's putting out he's isolating himself a lot and it's just i mean he's left to his own devices and then it makes him make these shitty albums right and he's shifted like he 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 may have began talking about like Oh, like you can't respect me, be- or like you don't respect me because I'm 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 a great artist, and like sometimes that's just not understood as well. Now he's shifted to, you don't respect me, and I don't like that, and it's starting to become this whiny like. I just don't think he it cyclone comes, it, of it, like just being a baby about everything, and that's what I don't like about this album because it's not it's not in my opinion conceptual like a Kendrick or a J Cole album can be. It's not. Uh, quite on the like tiptoeing the line of like pop and being like commercially successful like Drake or like YG or something mm-hmm. and it's not enough of a unique sound or like a unique deliberate building on your sound like other rappers that he's compared to like Childish Gambino or Chance or whatever and it makes for a really like subpar boring album that he kind of it's just kind of like not worth it. I don't know what like what the point of this album was. It's just kind it's of this sort of wasteland aimless. of his ideas. Yeah, it's that like, he just wanted to idealize and execute, and I think he's just trying not to. The problem that I find, and why I think you might be really right about the mental illness aspect of him, and I don't want to assume anything about anybody because I don't. I'm not a fucking therapist. I can't, you know, pers- I can't like figure this out for anybody. But he he double backs on a lot of he's almost like bipolar about a lot of things like on i give a quick example on homicide which i already flamed last week yeah but i feel is is necessary to bring up again when i'm talking about this album is this in array of him just hating on things like think in sort of a defensive manner like not really the antagonist but kind of just like defending himself like I'm better than all this shit. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And Eminem matches it in this in a similar vein. But then later on the album, there's multiple points where he kind of double backs on things he stated in Homicide. So he says, like, he's like, I don't give a fuck about any of these rappers. Like, I, like they can't touch me kind of shit on Homicide. And then four tracks later on Show Love slash, or Mama slash Show Love, he's shouting out, like, every rapper. He's like, Shout out YG, shout out blah, 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 shout out, like, we should all just show love. We should all just, like, there's no room for, like, hate in rap. And it's, like, all you did four tracks ago was hate. Like, it's super, like, 
just tiptoeing the fence on a lot of subjects. The same thing where he he kind of like, I think the line is, I got women, I got hoes, I got rare designer clothes. Nah, fuck that. Like he's like, oh yeah, I got, yeah, I got. He doesn't agree like, with like you know the current themes in like mainstream rap, like. I, f- I find the same thing in that song, Cocaine, which is my least favorite song in the whole fucking thing. Because it's literally... Let's play just, it. Go on. Cocaine, 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 Molly. Like, it's it's obviously like a, a satire on, like, modern rap about drugs. And it shouts out, like, Lil Peep, like, R.I.P. Lil Peep and all the shit. He's obviously saying, like, this is not the right thing to rap yeah. about. You shouldn't rap about drugs. Oh. I it's like a shitty song. satire on, on. I love this song. And my it, the issue I take with it is that he's he's making this satirical song about it that in in passing is criticizing rappers for rapping about this stuff. But that's what is like co- commercially successful. Like it's that's what gets people money, and it's not a rap artist's fault. And for falling to- victim to wanting to make money. That's what, like, I don't know, 85% of the world probably wants to make money. You know what I don't it's get really is... really lucrative. <laughs> I don't get that why every, like, SoundCloud-type rapper that he's talking about... Right. Um, ...that he, like, is picking such a, a bone with. I don't necessarily get it because, hey, Logic, like, you're going to drop this dog shit, like, record... <laughs> And it's still gonna sell like eighty thousand yeah. records, like it, like in a weekend. So, like, I, I don't get this about the logics and the M and M's. Like, there, there, people, the people are not coming for your spot. Like, right. you're, you're a mainstream golden child. Yeah, and, and like, and you have such faithful fans that that, right. that that rock with you. Like, your lane and and Playboy Cardi's lane literally will never, ever cross paths. Right, and if you want to critique those people. You should really be critiquing the labels and the industry that allows it to make you, that makes it successful. The same because, like, exact chance, fucking machine that fucking gives label. you a billion like, streams on right, one song. You Logic. Are, the reason why you're famous and the reason why you think you have this platform is the same reason why these other rappers rap about that shit. And I'm so tired of hearing him and and Eminem and like all these motherfucking like woke rappers, hot, fucking uh, Joyner Lucas, all these fucking guys, talk about how dumb they think everyone else is for trying to make the same money that you're making. It's so, it grates me so hard. Anyway, to end to close my argument on this Logic album, I usually when people ask me why I don't like Logic, I quickly just say like he's whack or he's corny or he's cornball or whatever. And that's true. I, th- I find that very true. And I, I don't know what it, I thought it was just his personality that really bugged me. But I, this is the first you album. Think he's a bad person. I think he's a bad person. No, the, this is the first album in a long time that I've really gotten into to like try to figure out why do I not like this dude? And it's a perfect example. So I'm just going to, when someone asks me, I don't like Logic. I'm just going to show them the album. Uh, you seem to not really like it. Shout out Will Smith, though. Shout out Will Smith. Well, those are two albums um, that we're worth really talking about this week. Next week, dude, there are so many. I can't so even handle like what's coming too. next week. Think- we have Injury Reserve. We have Igor by Tyler, the creator. 
We have a new Duckworth album with that song that you love so much. Love is like a mosh pit. Uh, yeah, yeah, love yeah. is definitely like a mosh pit. Uh, Slow Tie, a Brit rapper, uh, a grime rapper, oh, yeah. uh, has a new album out called Nothing Great About Britain. Or he will have a new album out, <laughs> Nothing Great About Britain. Um, so Shout out Elliot Coates. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Jesus. Like actually um, shut up. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that record. There's a new Carly Rae Jepsen record on the way. There's a new Lil' Kim record on the way. And DJ Khaled is gonna be here. I next wanna week say as one well. thing really quick. Don't sleep on Carly Rae Jepsen. I know she made that stupid Friday song that everyone no, she, secretly she's got loves. Like, she's actually has some heat. Like yeah, she kind of puts does. out bangers. Oh, and Code of the Friend. Uh oh, just yeah. it's it's I think it's live right it's now. It's live right now. Um drop photo, which yeah. is uh I, I can't wait to listen to this album. Yeah. So next week's going to be huge. Um, really quickly, I wanted to get to some snap reactions that we that we fielded from our friends on the Instagram app, oh, and Instagram. what they thought about some of the albums that we uh, that we talked about today. So really quickly, the Davy Dave says that um, he just finished reading Logic's new book and was very disappointed. His ideas fell short very quickly. I appreciate Logic's ability to speak on the topics like mental health in a way that hasn't been talked about before. Uh, that being said, I feel as though often there is something lacking from his sound. So I, I guess that's his take on this album. You have a harsher version I of agree. that. No, I agree but, with that. Uh, I yeah, would yeah. say your, your opinions are a lot along agree. the same lines, I guess. So are mine. Snazzy Design says uh, that the new Mac DeMarco, Here Comes the Cowboy album is way better than he thought it would be. Uh, he, he loves the mellowness of it. Uh, that's something I thought... Um, Maybe some people didn't like, like it just oh, is kind of meandering, was, kind of boring. It was like a dreamy atmosphere. Cool. I still haven't really, really finished it yet. So I'm kind of reserving some of my opinions there. Uh, he also says that the Logic album is literally a caricature of himself now <laughs> and, and, and what he's experienced. Yeah, I think uh, Logic has a little bit of like diarrhea of the mouth or diarrhea of the <laughs> whatever's going on in my life right now. I need to talk right. about it to everyone. Uh, and hip hop and has been back and forth with me for days about the R Lennox being, uh, being boring. Really? Not okay. Wow. Yeah. Enth has some questionable, uh, some questionable takes. Yeah. I don't know why we hang out with him. <laughs> but um, shout out Enth though. But <laughs> rap music review says Slimeir is fucking fire. He's kind of a nudie stand. So I would expect him to say something like right. that. Uh, and if you don't listen to it, you're asleep. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, my friend Average Music Blog, who is uh, a, a really dense in the rock side of things, uh, says that Mac was okay. He, he'd give it a six or a seven. But it doesn't come close to any of his previous work. I do think it's a little subpar compared to those albums as well. And finally, Mad Rap says that uh, the Mac DeMarco was very enjoyable. Easy listen. I'll never forget my first listen. So wow. pretty mixed bag. You think it's a strong album. A couple people thought it was a pretty strong album. Um, some people think it's a little boring. It hasn't quite come around to me yet. Um, cool. Cool. Let's talk singles. Let's talk singles. Let's talk singles. Singles, singles, singles. Let's play a single. What do you want to hear, Trent? I need that Maxo. All right, man. Let me get the Maxo on. Give me that Maxo. Ooh. Ooh, there it is. This one's growing on me a little bit. I really like this song. Okay. I love that. Give me a, give me a snap reaction. 
I just love that fucking Katrina line, bro. That shit killed me. Pussy wet. <laughs> Have you seen a name Katrina? Pussy wet. I call FEMA or some shit like that. Like, the fuck, bro? Yeah, that's a classic pussy wet right. Hurricane Katrina line. <laughs> there are too many of those out there. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, this song features Megan the Stallion. We've kind of been talking about her lately because she's popping up, and Dev is going full X Files mode on me. Yeah, why are we hearing about Megan the Stallion so much? I mean, Tell I could me I could get like real conspiracy about it, but the baseline of it is is like, I, I I do think like your record your record label would think along the lines of like, hey, oh there's some there's oh there's, sorry, I don't know man she shows up in a picture with Drake, Drake's thinking about hopping on the remix the uh, the uh, um what's her single, I don't remember, um. Big old freak, freak. Yeah, big old freak. (laughs) I don't know, man. She, she took a picture with Drake. Whoa, dun dun. Like Drake posted it on the gram, and he was hugging the shit out of her. So you take a picture with Drake. A a few days before that, Lil Uzi Vert's like, "Yo, I'm trying to get a song with Megan The Stallion." Right. You know, there's there's just some hype around her name. She's got the big old freak record going right now. I'm gonna turn this uh, Maxo back up. And um. You know, I think just when you strike with a single, you have a couple, you know, small headlines pop up about you. Um, it would behoove you to maybe expedite that 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 feature that that, that you've been working on right. on a song like this, and and to get on the. Um, I'm gonna start over. Uh, yeah, I just think we've been hearing about Megan the Stallion like a lot in the past two weeks. And I don't think that just like happens for no reason. Right. Um, I think people know how the news cycles work and how kind of like hyping up an artist can work sometimes. And um, so, yeah, she has a, a good single out right now, big old freak. And there's some rumors about Drake getting on that remix uh, because Drake hugged her in an Instagram pic and he looked really happy doing it. I'm sure I would be just as cheesily happy to hug Megan the Stallion <laughs> as Drake was. And then we, we had the little Uzi Vert um, video where he's right. like, hey, Megan, I really like your music. You know, I'd love to do some music with you. So, I, And I the know. Bad Baby. The bad, and Co- the Bad Baby. Kodak acting like a fool, so She's, she took him off and put Bad Baby on the radio edit. Exactly. She's on the Young Nudie album this week, the song that we played earlier. She's on this song. I just, I don't know. You know, I think, like, it's a, it's a smart move to kind of capitalize on mm-hmm. some steam that you're building up. Um, and when new people are hearing your, your, your name for the first time that, um, you get some new material out there to float it along as well. Um, so yeah, I think this song is pretty good. I, I, I like this song. Yeah. I, I, I like her a lot. I, she's one of those people that I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay with whatever her label is doing to like shove her into the spotlight. I, Cause I like her. Yeah. Um, Denzel Curry, like it, dislike it. Pretty meh for me. Pretty meh. meh. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was kind of meh too. I saw some of y'all on the on the gram like really oh, wow. really pumping this one up and I don't know. It's Denzel. So like actually, you know what? It's good. Okay. It's it goes hard for the first like 30 seconds to right. 45 seconds. And after you hear that that first in that goes really hard. Then what I realize moving forward in the track is there's just not really enough development. It doesn't it build gets a little at all. stale. It gets a little repetitive down the road. 
Um, so yeah, it's okay. I'm cool with it, but I'm not going crazy. Um, big song out, like big mustard song out. Yeah, this is an all star team. Yeah, this is some all star team stuff. Uh. Hey, 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 uh. hey. Um, yeah, this is the uh, this song is called Hundred Bands. Uh, if you couldn't tell. Hey, hey, uh. yeah. Uh, Quavo, Twenty One Savage, Meek Mill, and YG on a mustard beat. Um, I think you got to think Mustard's got like a summer album coming somewhere yeah, yeah, along yeah. the lines, as well as YG's album coming out. I'm yes. sure Mustard will be heavily involved with that. Yes. So this is three weeks in a row now. We've gotten some sort of YG track. Oh, honey, that's that's really really what I need in my life. So right. Okay, that song was was pretty good too. Did you have a favorite verse? I don't really have a favorite verse. Uh, probably Meeks. Meeks. Meek, Meek go hard at the Meek end. Meek did go hard at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked YG. I liked Meek. Actually, I just liked all of them. It was all good. I liked all of them. It was a pretty solid track. Two new Skepta songs. Um, Bullet from a Gun and Grease Mode. I thought Bullet from a Gun was pretty good. I thought Grease Mode was pretty meh. Pretty yeah, meh. I like I like Bullet from a, gun, from a Gun a lot. I like this like little backwards loop. I don't know what it's all about. Yeah, but yeah. That's pretty sweet. Pretty it. slick. Um, do you care about Ugly God? I do. I am one of those dudes who does, does care about Ugly God. I mean, me too. I'm getting it's it's getting a little harder for me to care, but yeah. But you know, there's a lot put of the song him out. Like, I'm gonna listen. Right. There's a lot of him like being on Instagram, like I still make music, and yeah. then like not really making music. Yeah. So when he puts a song out, I get pretty stoked. And this one's whatever, but I'm just happy to see yeah. him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> not his strongest single, but I'll, I'll take it. Right. I'm just hoping he'll make the album soon. Yeah, I hope so. All right, um, Trent's favorite song of the week. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, but real talk, I don't. I I'm a avid Russ hater as well, and uh, but this song is not that bad. Trent, I like me a Russ song every once in a while. I really do. I think he can make a pretty good track. I don't know about that. No, no, he does. This one's okay. This isn't it. <laughs> this isn't one <laughs> this of those. Isn't this it. isn't one of those really good <laughs> that ones. That was all right. No, he has much it's better a radio songs song. You know. Okay, I'm here to tell people. Hey, he actually does have a good song or two, and it's not this one. <laughs> Um, it's not the worst. Now, your favorite song of the week. My actually, actual favorite song of the week. Flying was Lotus. This flying low and Andy. Andy. This song is cheeky Andy. Pretty crazy. Yeah, the first. You can see like there's a shift the, change here. The first like 45 seconds are kind of like more flying lotusy, and then it goes into more of like a breakbeat, and Anderson Park kind of goes like a little bar for bar over it, and. Then it goes into this sick groove that we're listening to right now. And yeah, man, I mean, Flying Lotus is one of those dudes who knows how to get the best out of every future. That's he has. awesome. Yeah. And this is another one of those moments. For sure. I'm excited for that album. Um, I don't know why Blink-182 and, and, and um, Lil Wayne are going on tour together, but they are. It's a truck fit connection, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, But they put out a new song called Blame It On My Youth and... My God, it is horrible. It's pretty bad. Um, I love McConan put out a new song. It is horrible. Uh, Madonna and Sway Lee put out a song together. It's horrible. Did anyone see that coming? Um, I didn't see that coming. Um, <laughs> God, Sway Lee is Hollywood as it gets. Yeah, man. Um, Sprite commercials. Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber collided. 
for a song that is also horrible. Um, Janae Aiko with a new uh, freestyle, um, a new... Uh, this is another one really quick that people kind of been going crazy over. Like I see everybody posting this song on Instagram and I like, I mean, it's just, I'm happy to hear from her, but I don't think this is like that crazy really out of bounds. No, yeah, like, don't care. It doesn't sound much different than anything else she's ever done. Lastly, we have a really, um, I did not see this J electronica, right. Feature coming on a song for Rosie Lowe, whom, I, I never heard of. Never heard of. <laughs> so it's Maybe I'm a pretty groovy but... song, and it's uh, it's actually really great. Um, I will play just a quick sample of what I'm talking about. This is kind of what I'm looking for. So it's got like this kind of um, like I don't know. The end of it kind of has like a Prince vibe to it. And then so that song breaks down into this completely acapella section where Jay Electronica um, just comes on and just spits an acapella verse. Uh, which I'm cool with. Which all was the time. fantastic. I yeah. could not ask for anything more. Um, Trent, any other songs that you cared about this week that you need to say something about? I think we should mention the ASAP Ferg. ASAP Rocky oh, song, Pups. I'm such a bitch, man. <laughs> um, let me pull it up real quick. I mean, I don't. Instantly recognizable sample. Well, I guess maybe what is it? after War, 10 seconds, War it's Pig. instantly recognizable. Now, you would think that that sample plus ASAP plus ASAP is kind of a surefire song. You know, I didn't love it. Again, I'm not, it's not kind of lukewarm. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm happy to hear from these guys, but I'm not like. I, if I hear ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rock, if I see that on a track, I'm like, oh, instant banger. This is not like, I don't care about this in two weeks. I won't. I won't care about it in two weeks. So That is our slate of new music. Um, yeah, it was a pretty solid week, but it, it will be overshadowed by the insane week that is oh, coming yeah. along, you know, uh, in a few days. So, I don't know, man. Let's get ready for Igor and Injury Reserve and... A lot more music next week. I don't know what we'll, crazy stuff we'll we'll really break down and talk about. And let's move into the second half of our show, which is a really exciting topic: women in hip hop today. It, it's fucking great for women awesome. in hip hop today, and we want to talk about it. So give us a sec. We'll be right back. Let's talk about that. Trent, it's it's pretty good for women in hip hop today. I think it's it's good. It's I feel like twenty nineteen is, really is, is 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 getting good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the musical quality is amazing, but as far as like for them, mm. like how the industry works. It's oh no, the we'll industry there, is but... is the industry still. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, let's let's start there. Why 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 it why would it be tough? Let's just ask the dumb question. Why would it be tough Two men. for um you know for a woman who is trying to make it in a pretty male dominant industry of 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 rap music that um you know makes a, a a lot of um a lot of its musical content on like bitches right you know bitches and hoes yeah. um and they don't really leave a lot of room for women to kind of carve out their own personality like their own sound yeah i'm gonna actually start over real quick um yes actually let's 
let's ask the dumb question. Why why is it hard for women in the music industry, in the hip hop music industry? Like what kind of challenges do do, do come up? Pretty much every challenge. I mean, the easy answer, <laughs> which we'll elaborate on, but to start off, pretty much every challenge that women face in the rest of regular life in society. Oh, wow. It's uh, just really unfair and really not, uh, it's not an adequate level, equal playing field. It's it's very male dominant. Yeah. And it's very... It's very filled with the caricature that males perceive women as. And mm. so when you have a woman trying to actually you know, carve out her own lane and her own style and her own personality. A lot of the time, the industry and the people that work, the inner workings in the industry, try to push them back into that thing they've already built for women to be in. Yes. Which is not Record fair. labels are, <laughs> like, are, are, are totally known for playing the, um, the like statistics based, hey, this is what we know about what makes popular music already. This right. is what we have statistically come up with, with like, you know, what the most popular songs are in terms of like what key they're in mm-hmm. and what lyrical topics they cover and this and what the person singing them looks like and all that. And so that is part of their job is to, you know, make a safe bet, make a, a an artistic output that um, is going to get back some money. So you could imagine like naturally for... um for women who take up even less of the market share in hip hop um, than obviously men would, that they are required to check off a lot of boxes right? Um, in, in order to sort of um, confine to those standards because women rapper, female rappers can be very popular. They can be very lucrative, but a lot of times in recent memory, like, it's because they have to be able to check off X amount of boxes, right. be marketable in these ways, be exactly what the market is demanding at this time. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of the game. It, it's, it's pretty just, icky really is what it is. It's like, it's like the men in hip hop, the men in the industry, uh, you know, the millions of male rappers out there that have deals and have radio hits and have um, endorsements, they check off like one box. I just Not even one box. I was going to say the one box is can you rap, but sometimes they don't even check off that box. Like you can literally, if you're a dude, like you can literally have any sound and you have the opportunity to like make it in the industry, I think. But like, whether that means being a meme or not, like that happens too. But like, like you said, women have an expansive, like, like booklet of boxes. They probably have to check off before they like, Oh yeah, this is, this is the girl we're going to sign. It's, um, yeah, I I mean, fuck. Yeah. However, who are, who, who are some of your favorite, women in hip-hop or around hip-hop right now r&b or hip-hop uh right off the top of my head no name obviously is like a great and rhapsody um there's like just straight bars and then people like tiara whack who's really young um people like raven lanae i've been really like ari lennox yeah um yeah there's you, a, there's you a are naming off a lot Caliucci's, of like i conclude mm-hmm. her georgia smith you are naming off a, a bunch of ones that uh, definitely 
and coincide with the some big of my ones, favorites. You know, even Rihanna and like Cardi B. I don't really like Cardi B as a person, but you know, she makes bangers. She does make bangers. I love me some Cardi B. Um, yeah. So the point of this half of the episode is to congratulate some of the uh, women who are really moving and shaking around hip hop right now, and applaud the um, the ecosystem that they have sort of helped create where I feel like women are, are starting to thrive in the mid levels of popularity and, um, you know, like industryness. you know, I feel mm-hmm. like at the top of the top, it's still really hard for a Nikki and a Cardi to coexist. And right. that is just kind of the way things are. Um, the, the, that's kind of what they, what the industry I think wants is to pit, women like that against well, yeah, one I mean, another especially i mean that's it's a theme in most of entertainment is like every tabloid magazine or whatever is that like, there can't this girl versus this girl like it's, and it can't just it can't just be more than one i don't i don't necessarily get it but hip-hop has kind of always had this problem like having a number one right woman in hip-hop and that really being it um but in this internet age in this like independent you know this rise of independent music age um i i I feel like i'm seeing women see a lot more freedom Mm -hmm. in like their appearance their lyrics their sound their approach to making the music the way that they act and the things that they say and the topics that they talk about and the way that they talk about sex money drugs the way that they bring their own thing to it um i'm finding more liberty in the in the hands of the creative the um the independent creative right now and the fact that you know you can get an internet following way easier than it used to be and you don't have to necessarily be vetted through the music industry to get fans um i think uh it's 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 liberating a lot of a lot of women who want to come in and do this thing on their own terms so i think that's what's happening to someone like a rico nasty someone like a tiara whack someone like a like i like those two people alone like they don't um like they don't have to necessarily be like sexy right rappers they don't have to like be like you know rico nasty can like just thrash right you know and i don't like well, what, the, like the tr- like the rise of like true the true nature of like independent artist is that like you have the ability to swing whatever tone and it can change too. That's what I love about it. And that's what I love about most of the artists that, you know, we're talking about when we say like women in rap, we're talking about people who consistently change their sound or complete consistently like build on their sound. And that's because they have the freedom through being, you know, I mean, not all of them are independent and a lot of them have like small labels or a lot of them have, some of them have big labels, but that's what I'm saying is that the nature of the game is that like women in rap today is the most like intriguing thing that I find about a lot of these artists is their ability to like just change whatever they want and do whatever they want. And like when we talk about Tierra Whack, especially like I think, I think of that uh whack world where it's like this is literally 15 minute i mean it's 15 minute album it's 15 tracks of like completely different sounds 
Yeah. Not one like song her thing is like <laughs> just being weird. Right. Like, and she can kind of that's work her thing, along and, the, and it's like lines. being and successful because we're we we talk about her a lot, and she, people are fucking like voting her in for. I mean, fuck double XL, but they're voting her in for double XL freshman. <laughs> but she's on our freshman. Yeah, list, she's on so. our freshman list though. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I I think that's that's due to the nature of independent artists. I would say. I like the independent age. Yeah, I like yeah. that. You know, like it's it seems like there's a, a large ability to just coexist and play your own lanes and like kind of just have your own fan bases. Like that's like the internet has, has completely opened that up. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like um, women necessarily have to compete against one another for spots in this game because for people like us who are really, really listening all the time, it's like, I, I mean, we'll take as many as we can get, you know, right, I'm not absolutely. really like, yeah, I, 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 I want, I want, I want more of this. So, so another component of what I wanted to do here was I just compiled a list of, of females in or around hip hop that I could think of off the top of my head. Um, ones that I just want to shout out for being dope, for having a following, for having a unique approach to making music. They are, you know, these are just people that are doing shit right now and Mm -hmm. and matter. Um, If any one of these people drops an album tomorrow, I'm interested in listening. So um, we start that list with T.R. Wack, a a big favorite of ours. Um, And there were some ones that I I, I forgot to name in here. So correct me when I when I need it. Um, No name. Lake Lee, 47. Uh, Princess Nokia, Jean Grey, Megan Thee Stallion. City Girls, Ari Lennox, Rihanna, Cardi B, Saweetie, Raven Lene, Jean Doe, Rico Nasty, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Gangsta Boo, SZA, Cupcake, Jungle Pussy, Willow Smith, Jamila Woods, Snow Allegra, Ariana Grande, Summer Walker, Ravina, uh, Kari Foe, Her, Janae Aiko, Young M.A., Mareba, Ella May, uh, Baby Mother, Il Camille, Dreezy, Tommy Genesis, uh, Cock Pistol Cree, Unique, Sopra, TT the Artist, uh, Malibu Mitch, um, Win, 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 Kali Uchis, Georgia Smith, I've missed Win, Kali Uchis, Georgia Smith, Rhapsody, Jesus Rhapsody, Christ, yeah, the um, Win, Win as fuck, Win, <laughs> Win. Are we missing any? Any others? I know we're missing some, but we're, any, of course any, we are. Any but, others that come to mind? Um, oh, I have here written all the doll rappers. So all of them: <laughs> Cuban doll, all Asian five, doll, uh, uh, China, China. Maybe I have no idea. Um, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of them. It's like the new. What did we say? The new Lil. Yeah, that's the that's the female Lil. The female Lil. So. I, I put this list together, and then one of the first things I thought of was like, holy shit, if this was a music festival, like if Tierra Whack, No Name, Princess Nokia, Raven Lene, Willow Smith, Jamila Woods, you know, Gangsta Boo, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, you know, if all these people are at the same music festival, including all those other names I dropped, Ariana Grande. Right. Like, I would fly. I'm flying there. Out. Yeah. 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 Like, that would be. And I hate flying. That's, too. that's better than any other, like, list of rappers I could think of. Um, so I, I, I and and it also again it just shows some of the the range of names like there's oh, some yeah, yeah. really popular names Dude, on there like fucking 
like Tommy Genesis versus Ariana Grande versus SZA versus Cardi B. Like those are so insanely separate artists from yeah. their like stardom level and their sound. They're just like all across the board so different. What I see here is really just a a ecosystem of 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 female rappers or or R&B artists that just looks on paper pretty similar to how the ecosystem for male rappers works. Right. Like it's just you you come in, there is something unique about you and it's either in your your chops, like your rapping or singing chops, mm-hmm. or it's in personality. I mean, obviously, it could be multiple of these things. It can, you know, be your beat selection. It can be... I just see, like, a number of rappers on here getting on for the same reasons that any man would get on, you know, and and they're not necessarily having to, like, appeal to so many different, like, people so that they can be, like, mega Mm -hmm. popular like Cardi and and Nicki have to be. Um, No, they can, like, prefer to, to, to work along the underground and still have hundreds of thousands of fans and my honestly another thing that i just want to mention like makes me very um it makes me feel good when i look at this list is like other than like you said the cardi b nikki kind of like beef that is you know clearly like a pitting against one another like none of these none of these artists like beef or anything they they all I mean they're like, way like more they likely feature, to collaborate yeah, than they, they are fe- beef exactly and I love that because what I, I mean I think beef is necessary in hip hop like I think it's a good driving force it's good to keep it competitive whatever but I don't think it should be at the the hands of like some well, monster giant see, mega like, label telling you this is why you need to I just don't even do. see like the conversation like right. taking place I just don't see any reason why like any of these people would be named together I, for any, like, I just don't see that sort of attention being brought to right. any of these rappers. Like, uh, I mean, of course people say stupid shit and, and people have kind of a dumb outlook on things, but right. I just don't really see like, like people, uh, I, I, just, I just don't really see the, 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 desire to pit any of these rappers right. against each other like or no talk about them here. in a way that yeah is like so many of these artists have nothing to do with each other in terms right. of like like their overlap like they're all really different all right. these people like some of them are contemporaries of one another but they're all really really different they all have their own very clear niche and i don't really see why like there's any room to have any of their names in our mouths like you know comparing them in, 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 in any weird way. <clears throat> so I'm really happy with this. And it seems like a trend that's, that's growing right. as 2019 moves forward. I, I feel like already 2018 and 2019 alone has proven, um, really strong, really strong right. for, for, um, for, for women has been kind of a breeding ground for like lots of new names that I wasn't really, um, you know, I wasn't really listening to, you know, halfway through 2018 or 17. Um, and I want to stress really quickly that like we are two dudes who don't rap and we're not women. So like, like what we say about this doesn't really matter. Like if we were to get on here and start like criticizing these artists, like it would like, we don't matter like at all, but that's not what we're here to do. Like we really just want to be like, yo, this is tight. Like we're really fucking stoked on this. I, like, I really want, I, I really made this list so that like I don't I just 
So someone listening can just like realize how yeah. like like how much there is it like when you really put it all together. I hope um, when Dev listed these off, like he said a name, you paused it, wrote it down, and then you press play again. Paused it, wrote it down. Like I like we we just like want to be able to. And if you didn't, you need to. Yeah, you should. Like it. It's such a sick group of people. Like. <laughs> Anyway, I, I just wanted to get that out there because a lot of times like, I don't want this to like come off as like, oh, we're just like patronizing people. Like we're we're just like stoked. Like it's just something we looked at. and We're like, oh, this is tight. Yeah. It just like <laughs> dawned on me that like, hold, wait, 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 hold on one fucking second. Right. There are so many dope female <laughs> rappers out there like right now. Word. Like right now. You know, I don't <laughs> even have to really take into account like some of the legends. Oh, yeah. From yeah. Pre- and the people that broke down doors for these people. No, I'm thinking like along like the last year and a half. I've had so many good names come up that I was never aware of. Um, Last year, like four out of ten of my top ten of 2019 were were women. Like, I like. It's just been it's been a sick fucking time for the last year, two years, three years for women in the hip hop and R and B realm. Yeah, to really get their shit off. You know, here's a here's a better <laughs> reference point. I think a lot of these names that I can list on here. Um, I would say even come like post Cardi B, like, yeah, like major success. Like I would say by the time Bodak Yellow came out, like I hadn't heard of a good handful of some of these artists. So again, I I just, I feel like it's a trend that's really kicking up, um, as of the last like 12 months, 18 months. Um, and it's a really exciting and dynamic section of what's going on in hip hop today. Um, I think women are, are proving to just be able to bring ideas and, 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 um, and styles and innovation and innovation into the genre that obviously like men in a man dominant, right. like genre aren't necessarily going to be able to do. And, um, yeah, they just got like different rules. They just got different, uh, different places to approach the the art form from and um it's 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 doing a lot for hip-hop that hasn't been done in a long time so i kind of hope that you know there is um it it, uh, it stays like this where i feel like there are really really popular artists to think about and there are really really underground and there's a strong healthy midsection right where it's like you know yeah tierra whack isn't necessarily the biggest name no name isn't the biggest biggest name but they work really well. They have a really strong, you know, fan base that uh, for 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 like actual hip hop right. listeners, and they and they seem happy to play what their role is at least right now. I think that they could be bigger artists, but again, it seems like those kinds of people are getting to work on their own terms. Like a my most bit more. like a good a good way to put it is my one of my top three most anticipated albums of this year is a tiro whack album like i just want it so bad i want to see what she does i'm ready for length yeah. lp i'm ready for the so the the whole enchilada as they say yeah <laughs> um i think that's all i got on 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 women in rap today i i, I just wanted to get that that praise out there Word. uh this list i help you know either just make myself or, or or a lot of these names were also names that uh that were crowd crowdfunded right by uh by again our friends on instagram and uh you know might be a good idea and i'm coming up with this on the spot but i think we should do this okay is maybe put together a little uh playlist on spotify of these artists and some maybe highlights of their discographies i think we should so i don't know maybe you'll be looking out for that soon okay 
Um, um, that's what we got for the for the episode today. I think we're gonna we're gonna clock out here. We covered our bases, I believe. I think we covered our bases. It's it's been kind of a long episode, actually, and a late episode. You are listening to 500 Bends by Joey Badass. This is like my happy place in a song. Um, and I just want to vibe out and plug our plug our plugs to you real quick before plug we get out of here to some to some Joey Badass. So, um, yo, you can check out the Spotify playlist. Uh, that's like one of the most important things. The Spotify playlist, the New Music Monday by Dev Demolino Spotify playlist is where I go every week to just compile all most of the music that I'm hearing in a week unless it's on SoundCloud or something. Right. Um, if you follow that playlist, then you have a weekly updated This Is What's Out playlist every single week and it's a it's a good little cheat sheet to correspond with you know if you're listening to our podcast uh if you're doing that on spotify i mean you can just click back and forth you can hear the song that we're talking about right you know before we even get into it um so if you're listening to this definitely search that you can find it on my profile or you can just search that new music monday uh name and 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 follow along follow us on instagram that's also the probably the most important place where we keep people up to date on you know, you know us. yeah to like what's going on and when the episodes are out and you know i do new music monday there on instagram the instagram story um and that's always a, a good correspondence with you know the podcast content as well twitter dev del molino and loud packs l-o-w-d-p-a-x p-a-x and um check our soundcloud it will be linked yeah, yeah. in the description for this podcast, and we repost music there. We, um, you know, we, we, we are looking for uh, local artists to repost your music. So if you're a local artist and you're listening to this right now, um, hit us up on SoundCloud. Please do. Um, and, we want to know you guys. Send us your music, and we will repost it. Um, Minimusiccritic.com. That's right. You heard it. Dot com. Dot com. Not IG at Minimusiccritic. I mean, we still got that, too. But now it's minimusiccritic.com. Uh, we're writing articles. We got bylines. We got. We can embed things into articles now. Uh, Dev Zuckerberg out here. Mm, you know me. <laughs> Silicon Valley, baby. Uh, yeah, so we're online now. That's a big deal for me. I'm going to be able to start actually like writing articles there and doing more video content for them over there with just like more freedom because... Um, there's just more that you can do with a website than you can to do uh, an Instagram page. Uh, follow on Instagram, though, Metabritic. Yes, Metacritic with a B. We do we do group ratings and we do community scores, so like you can get involved as well, and it's like a very interactive experience. Um, follow that. And um, with my song closing, I think that's all I got to say. I think that's it for me too, man. Uh, YouTube. Follow me on YouTube, Dev Demolino. Um, and Actually, I think it's called subscribing. Mm, subscribing. Yes. Subscribe link down below. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, BCB Dev, BCB Packs, BCB Boys. I mean, BCB Boys, Boys. Sleep, sleep tight, everybody. Sleep it's, tight. It's late out here. Yeah, we're tired. All right. Peace.